Welcome back, everybody, to another rendition of Your Corner Store. Uh, today, I have probably one of the top five funniest people I know. Um, and he, I, hopefully I don't put your name, but uh, welcome, everybody, Isfar Chaudhry. All right, that was perfect. Perfect. I will say, the pressure you've just put on us. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, no. <laughs> Let the people know who you are. All right, Tell me about cool. yourself. But, um, yeah, sure. I work with Tyler. I don't know if it's public info where you work. Why make it public? No, we can't talk about work. But we work together at um, the tech uh, store. At a nice place. At, in a tech at store. the tech store, yeah. In a tech store within a mall, which has been crazy the past couple months. But um, in that little time, in the year that I've worked there, we've chit chatted for a few minutes at a time. I feel like he's a great guy. I'm very excited to be on this podcast in general because, one, this is the first time I'm actually sitting down talking to you. I feel like it's a good time for mm-hmm. us to know each other. And two, this is my first motherfucking podcast. Yeah, so well, I'm happy to, cool. I guess, pop your podcast, Jerry. Maybe you'll even start one afterwards, well, like Mark. Ooh, okay. But then I'd be competing with you and Mark. That's nah, there's no competition here. I'd love to see you succeed. That's how it is around here. Yeah. If I, if I can pick you up along the way, absolutely. Yeah. But, so, I work there. Um, before the pandemic, I was huge into fitness. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I like. Love cars. And I love watches. Watches. Don't know why. That's just a. This is a random thing that I like. Um, my main goal in life is to get money enough so that one, my mom doesn't have to work, and I can have stupid cars and stupid watches. And that's. that's yeah, I feel like life. that's. So right? I feel like I, I would love that too. Who wouldn't yeah. like a nice, nice car? Richard oh, yeah. Millie, maybe an AP. Mm. If you're gonna get a fancy watch, though. Yeah. Where do you go? Are you Ooh. getting? Are you getting the Richard Millie? You getting a Rolex? An AP plus. It's not going to be a Richard Mill. No. No. Like, what is your price range? So, oh. currently? No, like, like if you were just going to blow now. a hell of a lot of money, what would okay. your, like... Fantasy watch. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay, I know what it would be. It's called... It's it's an FP Journe. That is the company's name. Mm-hmm. And it's a grand and petite sonnerie. It has what's called a minute repeater complication. Do you know what that is? No. Does it sound familiar at all? No. Okay. This watch, just like uh, an Apple watch, for example, can read back to you the time at the click of a button. But there's no fancy chip in it. It's all mechanical. Okay. As you touch this watch, as you press down a button, it knows what hour it's at and what minute it's at. And it uses bells that it actually has on like the inside and of the... anchors on the inside to ring hit against. So it's, it's insane. I mean, the complication that... But this this poor dude has to go through with that jeweler's microscope. So are you like really drawn to, to all that. the gears mechanics? Oh, it's so Just the gears part? It's so crazy. I wish I was wearing a different one, but I most of my watches have an open case back. A lot of mechanical watches do. Mm-hmm. And you can see what's going on in the inside. That's actually what a lot of people pay for in luxury watches. That and the polishing and the high-end materials and all, but especially the movement and how accurate it is. I never really would. Cool well, I can imagine like the the mechanical aspect is super important. Right. Like not just important, but people are drawn to how like how refined it could be, like in something so small, especially right. like a watch. Yeah. And then you add diamonds to it, and you're like, oh well, no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now it's something a little more than just a that tells time. Mm-hmm. 
it's like a flex too right but anyway back to my question if you're yes. gonna your fantasy watch that's what the, it is the, the fb Jorn. is it is like where is it made specifically uh it is i i hope i don't misremember this but i believe it's a french brand so the company's french I knew it. but it's a swiss uh watch maker mm -hmm. so the movement i think is swiss and the watchmaker is french but um but yeah that's just a stupid that, that's that would be the insane watch that i would mm -hmm. buy um and like realistic short term i would love to have like a starter rolex a starter rolex would that be the first watch you would get a first luxury watch that you'd buy as as far as your collection goes like i mm -hmm. like so my this is my hero pop right here yeah it's probably one of my more expensive ones but yeah. the first comic i bought was this one so like i started with that one uh -huh. and then i'll go up from there but like you could select any type of watch if you like if you were going to pick your top five yeah or your mount your mountain rushmore of watches yeah i i would consider this one actually to probably be my starter luxury watch would you I would say for where I am financially, mm -hmm. three thousand dollars is a luxury purchase. Three thousand dollar watch is a luxury watch. Uh, this is this is made by a brand named Tudor. They are a sister company of Rolex. So it's like it's like Rolexes, but not as refined. It's mm -hmm. a little cheaper product. This is great. I just got this not too long ago and I'm in love with this shit. It looks really nice. Thank you. Nice little watch. That and it's you got. very under the wraps. It's small. Mm -hmm. It gives me like a look when I cross my legs and put my hands like this. Don't look like a brown mob boss. In fact, you got the whole beige going on here. He's got a yeah. green beanie. Looking yeah, good. Bro. But I love this. This is great. And it's never it's never about the price. It's just I have a watch that's 200 bucks that I love just as much as this one. Yeah, I was actually looking at some. The Have you looked at movement watches? Mm -hmm. uh, MVMTs. Yeah, the they have some really nice watches ones. on there. I'm thinking about getting yeah. some too. Just because, yeah. like, you have the Apple Watch, but how often you, like, if I want to go out, I might not want to wear this. Right. I'd wear what, something like that goes with an outfit right. versus, like, something that's going to be, like, bugging me all night long. Yeah. The thing about the Apple Watch is, like, it totally spoils you for what a watch should be able to do. Like, after you get into an Apple Watch, you're just mad that this one can't read your messages. <laughs> right? Like, I, why did I pay so much for you? Damn it. Now I got to take my phone out of my pocket. <laughs> Just but one I, more thing, God damn it. As you know, I've had an Apple Watch, but I, I feel like it's nice to not be so connected all the time. Mm -hmm. Really nice. Take a little step away. Yeah. I have like taken off, not taken off, I'm on social media and all, but like all notifications are off and you realize you don't really click on it if you're not reminded of it. So you only go to the app when you want to. Yeah. So instead of it just being like, oh, someone, you know, here's my notification on Instagram. And you don't open it. Mm -hmm. You just never see it. Right. And you're like, oh, now I'm on Instagram. And exactly. Then, I guess it's nice too. Right. And in fact, it's not on my home screen either. And I just have one screen. Oh, you have it on the, the app library? Yeah, only on there. I actually really like that feature right? that they brought into the iOS. Me too. But the fact that you can't... The, the one thing I'm pretty sure... I don't even know if they patched it or came up with an update, but when people you'd somehow read someone's message without even knowing, and then... Yeah, there was like a bug in iOS where... People would text you and they would say like you read the message, but oh. you never even never even seen it. Like maybe you'd open a text from me saying like, "Oh, let's podcast at X time," and it I was like forty five minutes later, and you're like, "Damn, I never mm -hmm. even seen this." But like, Ooh. like you wouldn't even get the notification, but it would say like you had opened it, read it, and just like whatever. That's a serious bug. Yeah, Did they fix that shit. I don't know actually. 
I feel like that does happen though. Yeah. You come home, you see a text that's red, that like doesn't have a badge, mm-hmm. and it has no recollection. Yeah, that would happen. That would's what would I be happening to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Is that a real bug, or is that people just? Uh, I don't know. I saw it a lot on Twitter and then I saw it happen to my phone. So I was like, oh, mm, okay, seems okay. plausible. Yeah. But you know, Apple will never like accept. Mm. Except they are paying a lawsuit for slowing down phones. Isn't it a little more complex though? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Why are people so mad about it? That's what I was so, and I was like, when, when it all happened and the, this news story broke down about Apple paying or slowing down phones, period, people were like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why are they slowing my phone down? Every yeah. time I update it, it's so slow. The, the problem is I mean, people only read headlines. Yeah. And when you read a headline that says, Apple caught intentionally slowing down phones, and that's all you read, mm-hmm. you go tell five other people about that. In reality, I think it was something to do with either them having to throttle the performance yes. or having just terrible battery life. Just like that. Right? It was. I'm pretty sure it was a combination of the two. Yeah. But... Throttling the the performance was what they came out explicitly mm-hmm. saying, saying like, I mean, if you have an iPhone six today, I think you should upgrade. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Yeah. But it was for, it was intentionally for those phones to run iOS fourteen or mm-hmm. something like that mm-hmm. when they intentionally were never supposed to. Right. Because they were like, made to. If iOS fourteen is running on an iPhone six, that's two years old on full performance mode. The iPhone might last ten minutes. Yeah. Maybe that's a little exaggerative, but like right, the right. battery would die significantly faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you rather have a slightly slower phone or a phone that dies Every on your way seconds. from your morning coffee to your car? So that's that's your trip. Or when it gets cold or some shit like no, that. It gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, just, when you read the headlines, they just make it sound so bad. Have you ever watched someone use an Android phone? Uh, what do you mean? So... I've had one personally, if that somewhat answers your question. What kind of Android phone? I had the Galaxy S4. Okay, so the Galaxies, I would say, are pretty, like, streamlined. Mm-hmm. But, like, when you branch off into the, some of the other, like, HTC, like, weird type of smartphone yeah. that they have for you, it just, the performance of the the phone is significantly lower is as far really? as, like, how fast it is and the user experience. Like I'm, I think I was just giving my number to a grocery manager at a stop and shop, mm-hmm. and um, he was entering my number in, and I'm like, "Could this phone be any slower?" Just like watching over his shoulder, <laughs> and then he's typing my name wrong, and then he, his his screen is too small for him to hit the backspace. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Oh, I'm like, "Man, you'd switch over to an iPhone, and you'd be a, oh. a happier customer." And he goes, "Nah, I don't give a fuck about that company." I'm like, "All right, that's as far as I'm going to go in this conversation." <laughs> I had, yeah, so I had the Galaxy S4, and you're right. After about a year, like, and two software updates, small, minor software updates, they would take away features that were advertised originally with the phone. The Galaxy, <laughs> how, what? Crazy, how crazy does it sound? So check us out. The S4 had this feature where if your hands were dirty, let's say you were getting a call, right? You're, like, washing dishes, you're getting a call, and for some reason your phone is right next to the sink, like, right here, you're washing dishes. You're getting a call. This would be accept and this would be the client. Pretty cool. There was another feature where if you're watching a video and you looked away, it would pause and when you look back, it would come mm-hmm. back. This is this is an S4. I, I want to say this is six, seven years ago. Yeah. And 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 midway through the life of that phone, all of those just stopped working. They stopped working? <laughs> they just stopped working. <laughs> is that crazy? Maybe the code failed. 
Uh, and then the hardware failed. It could have been maybe the hardware failed and then the coding yeah. didn't like support it. Yeah. Or the hardware just wasn't it. Because maybe. it makes sense. Like you I feel like why wouldn't you be able to do that on iPhone? You have face ID and all these yep. scanners. Yep. So in theory, when you answer a phone call, you the coding would give you an option for motion. Yeah. Because it already does when you look at your phone, it unlocks. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you be able to program that in for a phone answer? You know what I think it is? I'm I'm so sure we have more than enough. <laughs> you know, technology to accommodate for that. Oh, absolutely. But it, it seems like a privacy thing. Mm. Like, you remember that episode? Do you watch Black Mirror? Have you watched Black I've Mirror? seen episodes, but I'm There's... not like an avid Okay. I think we were talking viewer. about this, actually. I've seen like two Parker, episodes. Right? Where there was a scene where this guy was like holed up in a room and mm-hmm. he had to watch ads to do anything. Because, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if he closed To earn eyes, money to do stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And it was almost like that. Like on that ad... That phone that you're watching videos on, if you look away from the ad, it pauses, and when you look back, mm-hmm. it goes back. Oh, yeah. that's, that's I would cur- I would encourage everyone to watch that episode, actually. That's yeah. probably one of the most intriguing episodes of Black Mirror that I have seen, outside of the, the pig fuck and the bee episode. The pig... Oh, yeah, yeah, when they make The pig down. fuck is the, is the first episode. Of the first season? Yeah, it's oh, like the it? bottleneck episode, oh. basically. Because it's, like, pretty intense for watching. Like, that's... if you're going to watch a new series, and then you watch this... I think it's like an English uh, parliament leader or something. He gets like mm-hmm. baited into fucking a pig for viewer, like by this whatever guy get, yeah. guy killing someone. Like that, that turn off a lot of people. Yeah, but if you if you can person. stomach that and then keep watching, like I would I would encourage you people to watch this um, the episode of them. I think the guy Daniel Kaluuya, or I'm definitely butchering his name, but the guy from Get Out is in it. Um, in that episode, yeah, he's in that episode. So I'm actually oh. I'm gonna look it up. Oh, I opened the wrong app. Daniel Kaluuya. That's probably wrong. <laughs> Kaluuya. Oh, Kaluuya. Is that how you say it? Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, it is him. Cool. Get out um, Black Mirror movie. episode. What episode was this? I think it's in season two. No, no, it's the second episode. So watch the second episode. You don't even have to watch the first one. The description of the episode is, in a sarcastic version of future reality, everyone is confined to a life of strange physical drudgery. Sounds like quarantine. The only way to escape this life is to enter the hotshot talent show and pray you impress the judges. 15 Million Merits is a satire on entertainment show and our insatiable thirst for distraction. Mm. I fully believe that, too. Insatiable thirst for distraction. Like, what a way to put it. Right, so it's... It's everyone that's doing the same old job over and over again every day with the only way to break out of it is to impress someone by doing it. Right. Or by by doing something that impresses the people that are really in charge. But but wow. in reality it doesn't really impress them. They just see that they can use that There's value. to monetize. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, that's well that's and the way I look at it is like everyone becoming like a YouTuber. Yeah, right, exactly. And you watch if you watch this episode, you'll you'll understand what I'm saying. I feel like that's exactly what they were going for, right? Yeah, in in a sense, because like you, one, you can be a YouTuber, get paid for your ads. Yeah, you you can monetize by like partnering with other companies. Like you see, like use my subscriber code, da da da, for ten percent off, blah blah blah. You know, you should get any money for ads for putting yourself in this like box on someone else's screen. Yeah, kind of crazy, isn't it crazy? I was talking to Bracho about like. At the advertisement culture in America, I think on average, I think I read somewhere on average, three to ten. You see, average American sees three to ten thousand 
ads in one day. Three to ten thousand. Three thousand to ten thousand. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, Advertisements. Like, I guess even a glimpse would count, right? Right. Cause Absolutely, because it's, it's a it's a uh, what's it called? It's just like a any stimulation. Mm-hmm. It's probably depending on when that study was on. It's probably way more now. How many? Let's see. Well, I have my computer open. We have Google open. Yeah. Google's really cool. Yeah, um, how many ads? <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna ask the biggest seller of ads. How many ads? <laughs> yeah, five thousand ads. <laughs> Average modern person exposed to 5,000 ads a day. So 5 wow. to 10, that makes sense if you're on your phone more. Right. Oh, and this was April, 9, April 9th, 2020. So that's like, recent. you know what that reminds me of? The Wally, episode, the Wally thing. You know when, when Wally first like shows up to the ship and he's like zooming through the corridor yeah. or like through the cafeteria and he's like, and he goes like, now serving like blue slushy, da da da, whatever, you know, and all these fat people are roaming around on their things. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. There's just yeah. like all these ads and people are like ching and then the the slurpees in your hand. Dude, that's scary, man. Prime now. Ugh. Amazon Prime. What about Amazon Prime? I need my shit in two days, man. Oh, that's right, 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 right. You know what's you know what's insane? Throughout COVID, that two day window has been stretched to about four, and all of a sudden I feel like my my world is out of order. <laughs> no. <laughs> Right? Why the fuck is it like, four days? What? You're telling me this is a week delivery? How used... From look, that, that's crazy world. how used to two-day shipping yeah. you were. You must be ordering a lot of things on Amazon. Mm, you know what, though? I try not to. If I can even find... I'm just... I'm not a big fan of Amazon. But if I can just find the same product in a similar price point, even if it's a little bit higher, I'll buy from the other place. Well, but you can use Amazon in a way as like a... A search engine too. Specific item you're looking for, like if you're looking for razors or something, oh, and you wanted to use Amazon to find right, out different right, right. brands, yeah. But have you ever looked at Manscaped stuff? Like, like have you looked razors? at it? Manscaped, yeah. Yeah. Do you use Manscaped? I keep seeing all these ads. Like, I, we're in all this ad culture, but I keep what seeing do you this. What's Manscaping? Like, just regularly. I feel like you can. Hair? Yeah. Say like you didn't oh, like yeah. chest hair. Like you just trim your chest hair mm-hmm. or use your. Use it for your face with different blades and things. I use so I use the same like I have this like trimmer for my face, mm-hmm. and I will use that, but without the guard for like my chest. I also use a razor for everywhere else. Damn. But do you notice how much more jacked you look when you don't have hair on around this area? Yeah, it's so weird. It's such an illusion. Yeah, it's just because the hair makes it look flat. I feel. Yeah, it's just like it takes away the what's it called. Damn, definition? why am I? Yeah, the definition right. of like what you're seeing, because mm-hmm. obviously it's covered. Yeah, and the weird shadows of the hair. Yeah. I don't have a sweater, though. I just have like chest hair. That's it. Just a like sweater? a little bit. Is that a term? Yeah, like people have sweaters, like that ass, like full, full body hair on their, on their stomach and dude, chest. Dude, I did not know that was a term. Like a sweater, a yeah. Sweater. Like imagine like being a hairy ass dude That's with a sweater. Funny. You constantly have like something to keep you warm. Dude, I would hate that though. I feel like it's oh no way. Time. I'm sure you get used to it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. The worst feeling is after you trim it, like two days or so. Yeah, it's after. like scratching. It's a little yeah. itchy, oh, stubbly. That's the worst. Yeah. That's the fucking worst. I don't ever really trim my chest or that. I don't care. Yeah. It's not me neither. Well, I used to, but I haven't since. I haven't been working out a lot lately. Well, it's a little harder with quarantine. I mean, I do you really want to go I with the gym? I told that to myself, but I, I don't think there's really an excuse. At this point, most of these places are open. 
Now, whether you but feel do like you, it's safe or not exactly. is the question. Right. Everyone's wearing masks and all, but do we know how badly this thing can spread through touching, like through objects? Uh, I'm not too sure, but it may, it would it would be like in any given situation, like going out to the mall right, and exposing right. yourself that way, but just people are sweating. Yeah. And yeah, 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 right. not everyone wipes stuff down. That's and people true. even people even go out like not knowing they may or may not have it. Yeah. Because you'd be asymptomatic. So it's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? <laughs> that and also every single person is pulling their mask down at some point, probably more than ten times ish throughout a workout to drink some water. Mm-hmm. So it's it's impossible. You're right. It's not it's not very safe. Would you would you do a lockdown? Like say Biden takes over as president, right? Mm-hmm. On the twenty first. Mm-hmm lockdown until march would you do it like would you be compliant or as far as like do you think it would upset you in a certain aspect or mm-hmm. yeah well, have you gotten used to this me. normality that we've living in yeah even with the pandemic i it would not upset me but for, first there's so many factors i guess leading up to that like one how effective is this vaccine going to be <laughs> and two if it is effective how quickly is this going to get us back to normalcy mm-hmm so those two are really just the decision in all this, right? But do you th- think there's a chance that he would put in a lockdown until next March? Or even, let's say... Oh, not next March. Huh? This March, like March coming. This March, right, right. I keep thinking we're in 2020. Mm-hmm. I forget we're in 2021. Thank no, God, at least. I mean, I guess it doesn't even... It feels like 2020 part two. Because yeah. it doesn't feel like much has changed, but... I think I've I've used... Like at first when we went into lockdown, I thought it was, we, remember we thought it was only going to be two weeks mm-hmm. uh, from the company. That we <laughs> That's way too funny looking, looking back at it though. Like, holy shit. Oh, it was so funny because uh, just two weeks, point, we'll be out of work. No problem. We'll go point, back to work. Right. Exactly. And we had this, remember we had this like fitness activity going on. Um, yeah. Where, and, and they were like, look for now guys, we're going to postpone this because our you know, teammates in China are not able to participate, participate because of COVID. So at that point, it was, it was not an us problem. Not us. Don't mean to look at it selfishly, but it wasn't here. It was there. Mm-hmm. In a matter of two weeks, it showed up. You have, you have, um, damn, what's his name? That that uh, actor, the famous actor. I'm Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. In two weeks, Tom Hanks gets it. Conspiracy. He got it on purpose. Oh. To show that famous people could get it. Yeah. The NBA shuts down, which was so absurd. Yeah, I don't know if they even had to at the point. Like, looking back at it, did they have to then? Or were they... I guess in in retrospect, they they could have... Well, either way, the bubble, like, ended up being really, really good for the league. Yeah. They lost a lot of money shutting down. but. It saved a lot of people, or at least... Think about how much more they probably knew at that point than we did, though. Mm-hmm. So they probably did make the good call. Well, they should. I think if you look back at like some of the public records of coronavirus, mm-hmm. we could have made good calls about coronavirus in 2019. Like, a, like about preventing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was like on the... I think, or the idea is... Well, Trump did dismantle like the... the um, why am I forgetting things? Um, protection against the like viral diseases and things like that, like the Department for De- Disease Control or something like that. Not the CDC, but but there's a team that looks into outbreaks and things like that. Mm-hmm. 
dismantle it. Like now you so don't conveniently right before a fucking uh, pandemic. That's so weird. Dude. Boom gets hit. We get hit with Corona and we just learn how to deal with it. We don't even solve the problem. We just fucking deal with it. Literally. That's all we're doing. We're yeah, throwing on a fucking paramount, like a mask. Maybe two of you, if you feel extra worried. Yeah. And then we go right out into public and then we fucking take it back down. Yeah. How do you feel about um, our store model changing? What? Oh, I don't know about any of that. <laughs> but the the fact that we are changing hours is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. I only work on the weekends now, so there's that. No, well, so then for you, it doesn't really change. No. You work a lot. Yeah, I work during the week, too. So. Which is good. That's good. You have yeah. to keep your time busy somehow. I try to. I, through, when COVID first started, we remember we thought it was only going to be two weeks. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to chill for a little bit. You're going to go to the gym because mm-hmm. the gyms were not closed at that point. And I'm just going to take a little time off from work and school and all. It turned into a month and a month turned into six and all that. Yeah. And then Mar- <laughs> all the memes about it being like March, <laughs> like 221st in 2020. Like. Yeah. Oh. But I, I, I started like picking up reading books again i used to love reading books Mm -hmm. and i just i guess you it's not that you do lose the time for it but it's so much easier to go and watch a youtube video than it is to get yourself to start reading a book at the same time when you start reading it you don't want to put it down yeah you can read a bridge you can have someone read an abridged version to you on youtube though oh that's true give you some answers break it down for you it is so not no not at all but you should enjoy books like books are really nice they can like throw you into an entirely another world yeah for you to like escape into yeah do you read books Mm, i haven't read a book like for personal probably since actually i I read i don't know if you consider manga books but like i read manga that would yeah sure i read that i read that weekly so So i read pretty frequently i guess Oh, okay, so you would say you read more like fiction books, right? Yeah, like story books. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. I, I, I some read... things that stimulate my thought process or my creative process. Yeah, I have read a few. Do you know this guy named Sam Harris? Sounds familiar. He's he's a he's really smart dude. A lot of people know him now because he was on the Joe Rogan podcast quite a few times. That's probably I why like, I've heard. Probably why he sounds. Why I've heard of him? Yeah. I I feel like I feel really cool for knowing him since like dude I want to say like 2007, hmm. but he's just a just a smart fucking dude. I come from a very religious family, and I don't know how I kind of discovered his videos when I was super young, and he would kind of lecture about how, and I don't know how religious you are, but he would lecture about how weird it is to like dive into this faith that there's a man upstairs that particularly cares about who you fuck <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah he's watching everything yeah and he cares especially when you have sex yes with the wrong type especially if you have sex with the with the same kind of person gender of person yeah. yeah which is which is absurd and and from like a really young age i got infatuated with that because one it was really cool to be going against my parents because that's just a rebel rebellion thing to do, yeah right and and two, it made sense. I was like finally speaking to someone that encouraged questioning things and not, you know, like keeping them quiet. Mm-hmm. Like my my parents, and I feel like a lot of South Asian uh, parents would or, or kids, excuse me, South Asian immigrant kids would agree that 
if you question anything about religion or the religion that they follow, it's like a, it's it's almost like they're offended that you even asked, you know? They're like, dude, that's ridiculous. Why would you even think that? Yeah. Like, where did God come from? What the mm. fuck do you mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he came and that's it. You <laughs> don't need came. to know anything more. <laughs> came, he did a shit, that's it. Now you make sure you don't eat bacon when you go to school or else he'll burn you in hell forever. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you you're so particularly religious, or do you still like challenge it? No, I'm I'm not religious at all. I I would love for that to be real, because it just it's just kind of cool. It's thoughtful. You're like, oh right. yeah, I do go to a nice place after pissing off everyone, or yeah, or like just having a, a good life. I think it really just gives you like a guide structure. Yeah, because there's no like if you if you take it this way, like if you are an atheist, you really don't live by any rules. Well, okay. Like, if you look at, like, the, ah, I'm trying to say the Catholicism, if you look at Catholic Church or the Ten Commandments, like, that's basically how people, like, structure their lives. You think like, so? love thy neighbor and things like that, just to, like, give them a guidepost to how to be a good person. Mm-hmm. But do, don't you think a lot of that is innate and not learned? So there, th- that's where in challenges, like, John Lewis is thinking, like, initial, like, John Lewis. I'm definitely referencing the wrong person. Oh. Um is it Jonas? The idea that people are just in, innately bad. Oh, really? Right? Is that it? The people are innately selfish. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Which I I can totally agree with, and not agree with. Excuse me, but what am I, thinking I can of? totally understand. Yeah, but just that innate thinking that people are innately bad people. Like one out of ten people is better than most. I'm sure, but like you would act more for yourself than you would for me in in, a, in any given situation. Sure. Like, for example, I don't know if that's the case, but like sure, most but people. Yeah. But the, there's a difference between that being the truth and that being morally wrong. Mm-hmm. Like if I if I find $20 on the floor, I might give you five. I wouldn't give you 15 right. out of the 20 that I found. That's just weird. But that's not morally wrong. I don't have to give you anything. No, exactly. But there's the the, the, the point that that raises, though, that religion gives us our moral basis is like saying without... That you personally, without having this structure to base yourself on, you would go around robbing and killing and, you know, Mm -hmm. which is not true. I would feel bad doing that. I feel bad hearing about people that I've never met in my life go through bad things. I'm sure you do, too. Yeah. You have a Black Lives Matter sticker on there. I fully support that, too. But we so we share that sentiment about a lot of black people around this country that we've never met before. Why is that? That we feel that way about them. It's because they're human like us. Mm-hmm. You and I tend to have, I would say, a thankfully, a normal view. There are people that are absolutely insane, but there are religious people that are absolutely insane. Yeah, and when you look at the like just the radicalness of either side. Right. Right. And and Islam, you know, is is very often called a religion of peace, mm-hmm. which it is in a lot of cases. I think if you read the scriptures, it's it's fine, but why is it that there are radical groups? It just happens. There are people that are crazy and will take. It's all open some of to interpretation. Thing. Exactly, they'll take it to heart or take it the wrong way, and it gets twisted. Yeah, and, and it, it it's kind of crazy when you look at it. Like, like religion in the South is, it it's like cultist in a way. It's not like. It's weird because you have religion and then you have all of these social issues that are in America. Mm-hmm. And you would think like people who abide by a specific religion are 
would adhere to some value, right? Right. So I guess I guess going back to my point about being a guidepost, it might not be, but it right. certainly centers. I think it centers around that in a way. Wait. Oh yeah, I forgot. I looked that up. <laughs> the Mahjong line cultural appropriation. I forgot it. Oh. Um. Anyway, that was totally random. But like, people in the South are more innately racist, in my opinion, and they they have no care in the world whether they show it or not. Mm-hmm. Like. Dang, I don't even know where I was going with that. But yeah, like sharing, like even going to like sharing the sentiment for Black Lives Matter. Like, I think although we might not adhere to like specific religion, we have a set of values that we recognize. Right. And I think that's why religion's important in some aspects. But if you look at religion too, it's a place for people to recover in a way. Like it gives them a sense of being, a belonging. Like if you if you feel lost in life, you can often turn to faith mm-hmm. because it's something like outside yourself, and you can give like. Like, how do I, how do I put this? If you, if you feel like your life is out of control or you like need to, to control things, it can be bad. Cause you can, you, what you're anxious all the time. You can't necessarily like change the outcome of a situation. It's all open to, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. That was Alex. Everybody. He just got home. Um, damn. Where was I going again? But yeah, it's like, was he coming in? Do you do you mean to say it, it almost feels like uh, it, it's nice to think that there's a safety net? Just in yeah, case exactly. Really bad. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, innately that's what I'm yeah. trying to say. I I feel like wrapped me, it up in nice little bow on top. Thanks. <laughs> I hope I hope I didn't bl- like confuse anyone there, but no, I think you explained it right. You explained it fine. Yeah, but I I I, I think in response to that, it, this kind of stuff is so up to interpretation. Where for me, I think leaving religious beliefs and leaving the the thought that there's a safety net was helpful for me because the moment that happened there was a sense of damn then why are we really here is this all pointless mm-hmm. to okay if i'm not going to do something for myself nothing will you know what i mean and i yeah. can understand that some people would stay in that state of this is all pointless and if i do something and don't get caught there's no repercussion you know, mm-hmm. in this world or in the life after, because I don't believe in that anymore. And it goes back to your point to like the guy saying like, who gives a, f-? like, oh, this guy gives a fuck who you actually have sex with. Like right. in reality, no one fucking cares no. unless you're like emotionally attached to other individuals like that cause that. But mm-hmm. no, no other outside being is going to be like shame, shame on you for right. premarital sex and things like that. Right. For example, for, for me, the, the biggest thing and I'm going to somewhat expose my family for this. Thankfully, they're very... My my parents are very good people. Mm-hmm. But this is an example of kind of how very sane, normal people can believe kind of outlandish things. So in in the Islamic religion, just like Judaism and uh, Christianity, all versions of Christianity, I believe, I don't want to speak for them, but they believe in one God. And in Islam, even if you aren't necessarily Muslim... You can be of another faith. As long as you believe in one God, you can still go into heaven after. Mm-hmm. However, if you are born a Hindu, a, a, a Buddhist, anyone that doesn't believe in one single God, unfortunately, no matter how good of a human you are, you're screwed to hell. And I, I, th- I thought of that, like going to school in Queens. I, I was born in Woodside. It's the most diverse place in the world. I think I... Uh, to that to that point, yeah, I think yeah. I saw an article in New York Post. Queens itself has like over 170 languages. Isn't that crazy? 
that is unreal. That's, that's like amazing. That how many countries are in the world? Not even. I think a little <laughs> more than two hundred. But God, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, but you, that's what that's what makes that place so awesome. You know, I've always had this thing like you know how <laughs> you know how, you know how having baby with your cousin makes it more possible that it'll have complications mm-hmm. when it's born. I feel like the further out you go from what you are, the better your baby will come. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, I mean, if you think about it, that's like. Uh, you would want to mate with someone because they'd be a better version of something else, right? Like, what do you mean? Like, you, your per, your future mate may mm-hmm. or may not like resemble your mom, right? And some in some manner, maybe the way she smells, the, yeah. the way she cooks, or she does something the way your mom does, because that's how you know a woman should like love you, right? That's yeah. where it came from, your mother. So that might be good like you can compare like uh, i don't even i don't even want to bring like a different person like two different people you have two Mm -hmm. different people and one does the same thing but you're more attracted to one specifically because you like in some wiring in your brain is just like that one's gonna be better for me to have offspring with or something and that's like really where mating comes from yeah we're animals is it but do you think it's like it's almost like you you know really smart people believe this but do you think it's almost like a like a physical wave that that you can feel and it's just like that person okay i feel like i have a connection with mm. like let me ask you this you're you're currently in a relationship it, it when you got into it you could you could sort of feel that's different from uh talking to another oh girl. you mean like just connections with people yeah yeah certainly i have a strong connection with my girlfriend yeah but so it's, it's like yeah you can also create that connection too with people right so i i guess I guess it really all depends on who you are around too. But like, like you said, Woodside, you're in an incredibly diverse incredibly area. Diverse. So you have like a larger pool of like types of people you can select from. Yeah. Plus you're also more likely to be not prejudiced towards people. So like you, you would see beauty in them differently than you would like someone who has grown up in the South, mm-hmm. like who is not used to diversity. They'd primarily be, like oh i like this type of person from where i'm from versus someone who's not like them if that makes sense yeah right because they in the south you don't have much exposure Mm-mm. to to other races like that and even if like in 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 uh, georgia for example where there's a huge uh african-american black community and there's a huge white community but it's almost like it's segregated you know well, yeah you think of like atlanta is different than savannah yeah like entirely. Yeah. Yeah. But going, so what I was saying, right, with being born in Woodside, mm-hmm. I've known kids of all religions and races. And there was this, there was this fantastic kid that I knew. Um, his name was Deep Patel, Hindu kid. This is when I was like eight. So this is first grade, I would say, second, mm-hmm. something like that. Let's say second, third grade. And I was like, to my mom, like, wait, he's Hindu. Does that mean he's kind of fucked? Like, is he going to go to hell? Oh. And she's like, mm, well, you know, that's not really up to us for decide, to decide. That's up to God, Allah. I'm like, okay, but this kid is the nicest fucking kid I know. <laughs> he's going to go to hell just because he's Hindu. And the only reason he's Hindu is the same reason I'm Muslim is because we were just born into it. And if you're telling me not to question anything that you taught me, why would he question anything that his mom taught him? Why is he screwed from the start like that? And and forget him. How about all the people born in the Hindu-centric part of India 
Are they all screwed too? Well, that's why they had civil wars. Right. Right. Just back and forth over the the same conflict. Exactly. And it's the same thing in Israel and Palestine. Right, right, exactly. And you would think that would be something very easy for God to just kind of step in and be like, hey, guys, you don't really have to do this. No more innocent kids have to be killed for this. It's almost like if there is God, he just doesn't really care. (laughs) Oh, like he says he does. Like, yeah, yeah. But that was, I think that was my kind of advantage of of growing up in Woodside. Well, it's good that I think it's important for anyone to challenge like their parents' views. Yeah. Because like, like they know everything and you, like you use them for a guidepost as well. Like they, they nurture you, they bring you up into the world, but like, like you and I know now, like the way I look at life now is I wish I could have thanked my dad, like doing what he did, like being, being an adult now. There are things you know that you don't know when you're 16, 17, 18. You're just like, oh, shit, you know. like And all the effort people put in for you as a kid. Mm-hmm. You can see that as an adult and you kind of like, in my in my, in my my reality, like I never got to like give thanks in a way that is benefit, like to my dad. So in a way I live like for my dad sometimes. You know what I mean? Like because he passed. So it's like I can't necessarily like have a conversation with it, but I can do things in my like lifetime that means something or I know or I would think make him proud you know so like but it was important for me when I was younger to challenge like his views because he makes mistakes like but I also don't know everything but it's like here's what I know and I was just like combative with it you know but it's important to challenge your parents for sure because they led you to those questions like is is Deep Patel gonna go to hell (laughs) like nah my guy's nice as hell like he's not gonna go go and live in a bi- uh, fiery place, you know. Right. Like religion is weird too, because you can yeah. Wrong, I say in quotes because you know. Kind of, Are you more spiritual though? Like, do you? I think that's a great question. Uh, I I will say I I picked up meditation mm-hmm. quite shortly after I kind of left religion. I guess you would say. Um, or religion is not for you right now. Right. Because you, you can always go back to religion. Yeah, of course. I, I'm sure if I got like a sign that showed me that that maybe you know X religion is the best way to live, I would I would return to it. I'm Buddhism's appealing. Hmm? Buddhism's appealing. Right. That's very in line with uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, but I I don't think I'm very spiritual. I I think not that I'm like who a scientist, but. Mm-hmm. I really think every feeling can be explained by science. I mean, like, why is it that if I drink a cup of coffee and have a conversation with you, I will have a different conversation with you than if I don't? Why Mm -hmm. is it that this caffeine, this 30 milligrams of caffeine, will give me an energy boost Mm -hmm. that I wouldn't have had without? Why is it that two hours extra of sleep will probably make me say hello to more people randomly than if i didn't you know what i mean and that can just change the course of your day and i a lot of people kind of link that link having a good day to to being spiritual Mm -hmm. but it's so cause and effect to what you did to to make that a good day for yourself what is a perfect day for you uh uh, that's like if you're gonna get up well well actually let me track back Mm -hmm. backtrack a little bit like going back to that feeling good and then you're like oh like today might be more spiritual or whatever it may be but don't you have those days where you just wake up and you feel better yeah 
yeah, you're more motivated. You're you're driven. You're like, hell yeah, I'm gonna get shit done. Yeah. And then the next day, you might be like, fuck, where did all that energy go? Right. For me, it's it's very connected with music. Oh. I think music really gets me going. Probably you too. Would you agree? I enjoy music in the car. Yeah, I don't listen here. to it just like chilling though. Like I. Yeah. Which is interesting because I feel like a lot of times, you know, like you get ready to go to work, and this applies to all all work, mm-hmm. but. You get ready to go to work and you're, you're kind of feeling sluggish, but then you get in the car and you bump some music, and then by the time you're out, you're like, okay, I'm no, ready I'm feeling to go. good, yeah. You know, it, it it's it's weird. Music is is like very powerful in that way. Like mm-hmm. working out, I think there are studies that show that you're actually more productive working out after working out. Without. Yeah, that too. Oh, working out with music, working out with with music than without. Interesting. And what you, I think, what you were getting to that too, like getting your day started with physical exercise. Somehow it just keeps you more energized through the day. Yeah. When you would think it does the opposite. Think and I think think about all the feelings that you can hold up in like yourself. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of what we think about can affect our physical body. And that's like in that I'm talking about yoga. I talk about yoga all the time. Or like the meditation even in, in relation to that. Like if you if you just like take a few minutes to like process the thoughts or just like let them go by the wayside. Um, because not everything we do think about is innately what we are. Right. Like when I talked about, when I told you about like, I have insecurity, but that doesn't mean like the insecurity I have is what I am. And I don't have to own that level of, I don't have to own the fact that like, I think these bad thoughts about myself sometimes, but like rather let those ones go and like hold these good ones in because we're not our thoughts, but we can kind of like change the way we view things. And that's why meditation and like being spiritual is really good. Or like, not, not 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 good or bad, but like, it can give you like a sense of belonging, mm-hmm. or like the omnis omniscient feeling, you know. Do you when you say spiritual, do you link it with, uh, like like, I don't want to say religion, but no, like parent, not paranormal either, but I don't know if I'm explaining this right. Like like something that science can't prove, for example. I think you know when people when, when you I say think the of word like, spiritual, a lot of people will think you're talking about religion. I don't. So to clarify, anyone listening to this, I first like I think religion and spirituality are certainly different because mm-hmm. I think a spirituality this has a lot to do with who you are and your you as a person. Yeah. So, like meditating, uh, and you've meditated. You know what the practice is, and for anyone who hasn't done it, like should give it a shot. It can be a little awkward at first, just sitting down. But like, as you, as you know, like, and a good example of this is putting, changing your Apple watch mm-hmm. from, and disconnecting, yeah. taking that like five minutes to meditate or 10 minutes or however long your practice may be changes just the way you think about things, lets you like free up some things. And then going back to the workout, like when you hold all these pent in thoughts, like exercising and releasing like a lot of this energy that you may have that, that maybe you're stressed about something, you are anxious about something, you're depressed and like the endorphins that you get from working out just from being like naturally physical and moving your body, like genuinely put you in a good mood. And I think that's where obviously all these science and articles come out where like, Hey, working out might improve your mood. And like, like it's something that people tell others to get out of like depressive state because it, that sense of feeling like from an endorphin, like scientifically, if you want to go that way, like, helps you feel better and like i guess linking that to spirituality is when you contemplate those thoughts or like you think about the actions that made you feel good you can kind of like continue to replicate that and be yourself at like the most optimized time Mm -hmm. 
uh, I, I saw this, um, you know how this COVID has kind of brought along these uh, types of YouTubers that are like, they, they'll film th their day or, or like trying something new out for X amount of days. Mm -hmm. So there was this guy that was, that made a video about how to be more motivated. That was kind of the title, which I think was intentionally. Is it Matt? Baby. Matt something? I don't remember. Is he a bald dude? Uh, I think I've seen that guy yeah. in like a thumbnails but i i think i've seen this other guy named matt something that does videos just like that yeah or like oh nine things i tried for 30 days you and you're like showers for 30 days right? yeah shit like okay. that not him but um th this is not like a channel i watch regularly it was just a video that i saw but he was talking about how motivation kind of runs in a cycle of three things so it is either by doing something or i guess first would be by getting inspired by something then being motivated to do it and then doing it. And once you're in one of those things, it's easy to keep that train going. Mm -hmm. But the second you think, fall off. Yeah. But once you get started, it's easy to keep going. Mm -hmm. And he was, the point was, I think in that video, the main point was a lot of people think you have to be inspired by something to, to be motivated. Something. Yeah. But in reality, you can do something which motivates you. And it sounds counterproductive not counterproductive it sounds counterintuitive because if you're not motivated why would you go and do something but he was saying interesting that the smallest of acts can chain or snowball into a bigger like if i if i wake up today and i'm like fuck i really don't want to go to the gym if i see my sock drawers out of place maybe i can get up and just fix that right and you're like oh now I'm going to get up and take a shower. That's done. Exactly. Now, now I'm going to get up and eat breakfast. Exactly. And then this coffee that I just made makes me want to go work out. And then, and then that snowballs. I think a lot of people's issue is they get sucked in. And this kind of circles back to our conversation about advertisements. It gets sucked into consuming, buying, um, watching that like kind of keeps us locked. And at the end of the day, you... You don't want to go to sleep at a healthy hour. You want to flip through your phone mm -hmm. and, and and watch something that makes you want to buy something that you regret buying. And then next morning, you're like, oh, why did I do that? And then you lose that motivation. It's hard to keep on that train. But once yeah. you're on it, it's it's somewhat easier than to not be on it at all, if that makes sense. Yeah. A really good place to follow. Well, I guess a really bad place, but it's also beneficial for you is like just because you sleep there. Mm -hmm hanging out in your bedroom or just like in bed is very like can trigger like depression because one really the more you lay in bed mm -hmm. the more you more likely to sleep and the more you sleep will then like trigger you to be more like lull you know like you're more tired the more you sleep oddly enough right so, after a certain point right yeah because yeah. then you're just like oh now why am i so tired that then leads into this hole where now we're sucked into advertisements. Yeah. Now we're not getting out of bed for a few days. Da, da. Like, but that also happens to those people who won't take any source of motivation and get up and do something, right? But there's instances with mental health and like it can be distracting. But like going to bed and or like changing your behavior from hanging out and watching YouTube videos in the bed to, hey, I'm going to watch videos strictly on my desk. Mm -hmm. Now I reserve bed for like sleep. And now like if you have like that smallest change of mindset and it snowballs, like you said, now you're not sleeping in bed or hanging out in bed all the time, but now you're hanging out at your desk. And then instead of watching YouTube videos on your desk, now you're making YouTube videos or something like that. But to your point, motivation just keeps on going. It's just the, the days that you fall off that suck.
Do you have a? Do you have a? I was covering my mouth, but do you have a set kind of schedule that you go through when you when you when it's time to go to bed? Me? Yeah. Um, because the reason I ask is because. I feel as though that's something that I can really work on because that is a habit of mine. You basically described me perfectly. Once I'm ready to go to bed, I'm like, okay, I'm getting tired. I, I literally, I brush my teeth and then pick out a, a YouTube video to watch and fall asleep. So I'm also that's that bad. Terrible habit. You know, I'm, I'll do that too. Yeah. But I was just giving, like, when I was going to therapy, that was like something that I used uh, very frequently. Like when I lived alone, it was, it sucked, you know, like all I would do is play video games. It felt like, like when I was in quarantine, it felt like living alone again. And like you kind of just get sucked in the same kind of hole and you don't want to do anything else. But it, like, it was like getting out and like being interactive with people or like people pushing me to do things and like getting in that constant cycle of motivation or being inspired or doing things to be motivated that like took me out of like where I was, you know, like mentally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like good going back to like the working out or like finding a spiritual thing or finding any sort of hobby to like kind of distract you from like your mindset. But I also do that before bed. Like I'll fucking throw on a YouTube video till I fall asleep. It happens. Is that, I wonder if that's bad. Is it bad? I think so. I, I think the more you view a screen is like detrimental to your actual right, REM right, right, sleep. Right, right. I don't know. I don't know the science on it, but I, I believe it has something to do with blue light. Probably. Right. Well, good thing we have blue light filters on the phone, but I believe, I think, that no matter how harsh of a blue light filter you put on, there's still some blue light coming through. And I Are you, you have blue light filter on your glasses? Hmm? You have blue light on your glasses, the filter? You think that would work? Well, I have a pair of glasses that has the filter, and like when I look at a screen, you can okay. see on mine that has, there's like a blue film on mine. Is that... um? Like you'll see the screen like in the reflection, and yeah. it'll be blue. Oh, shit. Yes, because it, 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 like, it'll stop the blue light That's pretty on cool. the lens. You use that for gaming or something? Uh, well, before we had to wear masks all the time, I used to wear my glasses more because I'm nearsighted. So like, Man, after, how come I've never seen you with... I'm sorry, I'm, I wore them way, like, I mean, back before March came around, I wore them more I often. I feel like you'd look so good with glasses. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I have some nice, uh, I think they're, I don't know what kind of brand they are, but I wish I knew. Mm-hmm. Joe something. I don't know. But they're nice glasses. Yeah, but back to your point of like what I do before bed. Um, well, I'm usually on COD for just like a few games, like before bed. I'll play, I'll, I'll hop off, I'll brush my teeth or something, and then I'll pick out a YouTube video and just watch a video until I fall asleep. I mean, I do it too. Like, I, like maybe even this convo might inspire me to not watch a video before going to bed. Or maybe still watch that video, but not watch it while you're in bed. Mm-hmm. Like, well, like you said, stop doing or stopping doing things on your bed probably keeps you more motivated once you're once you're up out of it if that makes sense mm-hmm. and i think it has that is a big problem of mine because because i kind of i've been starting to like use that time before falling asleep as time to kind of research through stuff <laughs> like look up stuff yeah i do it like the way i look at it. yeah either do stuff or Find something that you enjoy, and that's why I pick up right. videos, right? I want to, like, by doing that, I feel like I give myself my alone time. Yeah. Like, maybe I was doing something before, like, whatever, but now I'm, like, doing something I want to do. Or, like, it's, like, sometimes, me personally, I'll do things for other people before I, like, put my own needs first or, like, wants. And, like, 
like that like that alone time at night is like just when i'm watching videos like oh i want to watch this or for example Mm -hmm. so that's what i do before bed just watch a few videos usually anime clips (laughs) of fights and shit that i've that like maybe it came across my thought the process during the day but yeah Maybe I can do that for this New Year's resolution. I don't even I don't even remember making one. I don't think I did. I don't. I, I don't How about that either. New Year's resolution right here? Yeah, that'll break in two weeks. No, we can we can create a pact right now. We're not going to watch. No, not, w- not just us, but anyone who has listened to this podcast. Oh, yes. Let's make a pact today, and uh, as far as going to give it to us. So what is the what, yes. are, we, what are we doing? So our we listeners, are, we are going to be doing our best. Well, no, let's not say doing our best because that that gives us too much leeway. It's too vague. Slack. That's too Way vague. too vague. We're not going to be using our phones in our bed. If we have to use it, we can before going to bed. But once you're under the covers, no screens. No screens. I think that's And let's right. see how much better your sleep gets. And I, I think that does sound hard, but I think it's very doable. Even put it, like, put your phone on the side table. Yeah. Throw it on the charger. Oh, Do not that's disturb. That's tough. And set your alarm. And just go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've kind of gotten my sleep schedule pretty well. I have that, you know how like the iPhones have. Yeah, know, that's a pretty cool feature, right? I like it. It's the nice. bedtime is like, it'll tell you when to go to bed too, just yeah. so you get the eight hours. Yeah. And I, I used to have this app. I forget what it was called. It would, it would have a timer built in. It would work exactly like how the Elf app does. Except the alarm was cool because it was, it wasn't at a set time it's a dynamic alarm you would set it somewhat near to you and it would i i can understand how some people might find this creepy but it would use the sounds of you moving in sleep to wake you up to wake you up as in like it makes sense like let's say let's say you need to be at work by x time so you have to get up around 7 15 to take shower and eat and all and 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 then go to go to work it will choose six forty-five to seven fifteen, a half an hour window. It'll wait till you're moving around because that indicates that you're out of REM sleep to then wake you up. So it's not waking you up out of like a dead sleep, a dead sleep, which is what in is so the like jarring, right? It's jarring exactly. Whereas, dude, it was sometimes that app would catch you in the weirdest wake ups. You you would wake up before your body does. I I don't know if that sounds dumb, but it's like you gain consciousness of you being awake before you and then you just like, like and then oh, you peel yourself so out of bed, right? Oh, it was so great. It felt like you're so so refreshed. Do you do yoga ever? I don't, but I wish I got into Dude, it. Okay, so I'm sure I, I, I talk about this in some of my other podcasts, but Shavasana is it's just the last few minutes of your your practice. Mm-hmm. It's like waking your mental state up before your body again. It's like that's what it reminds me of. It's just because you you're completely aware of like what's going on. You're letting yourself kind of just like fade and just be your like just be there, right? And then when you become aware, you just like you're there. You're there mentally. Oh, you're like kind of always thinking, yeah. but then you can just wiggle your toes and then your hands, and then you're like then you're up again. But like it's like peeling yourself out of bed, like and resetting in a way. Wait, so shavasana is the act of yoga. It's it's like the it's like the last. How do I even spell this? Shavasana. Oh, I see. So when you're within a yoga session, that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it's like you're waking up out of a sleep or, or whatever state you're in when you're doing yoga. That so cool. so corpse pose, or you can call it corpse pose, is an, is an asana in hatha yoga and modern yoga as exercise often used for rela- relaxation at the end of a session. 
It is the usual pose for the practice of yoga, nindra, meditation. Why is Shavasana? So here's Shavasana, why is it so important? Absorb the benefits of practice. Shavasana allows the body to absorb and integrate the benefits of your practice into your muscle memory, mind, and nervous system. It allows the physical body, um, in parentheses, heart rate, blood pressure, etc., and nervous system to return to baseline. It's like coming back to yourself, but giving you that minute to relax. Yeah. Feels like when you first wake up out of bed, instead of like turning to your phone, you just like, uh, just be there. Which is also a very important lesson. Do, do you think um, yoga and meditation is very intertwined? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you can have them at the same time. Did you get into it at the same time? Yeah. I mean, right when quarantine first started back up in March, like Jamoki was doing 30-day challenges, so we were, I was doing them with him. And then I would be way more... I'd say in tune with myself as like as a physical being yeah. and then I would be challenging myself mentally and spiritually, I guess, like trying to find things that make me feel fulfilled. How do you think in your, in your day to day that's helped? Yoga? Yeah. Or meditation. Dude. I mean. Oh, meditation. I don't meditate often. Okay. So How I can't say, say not, not like daily, you know? Okay. Yeah. I would have to get into it now. Like yeah. I'm not doing it now. It's one of those things, you kind of touched on it before, where like when you were telling our fellow viewers to get into meditation, it's one of those things where as a beginner, you, you don't know if you're doing it right or wrong. Yeah. You know? And it's so all by feeling. Motivation in it because it doesn't feel like it's helping until it just kind of does. And it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can be, let's say you work a customer service job and you're talking to someone that's just mad at you. And they're just, it's, it's starting to get a little personal and you're like, you're like kind of getting offended in that moment. And it's almost impossible to do if you don't have experience doing this. But in that moment, if you can just sort of pause, take the note, take that mental note, take that mental note. Yeah. Right. And, and, and take a step back and realize you're not the thing getting yelled at. You're the thing noticing the thing getting yelled at. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it just. What, oh, we that, see that a lot in retail. Right? And all of a sudden, what's happening is not towards you. Mm-hmm. And you kind of separate yourself from that. Rationally, exactly. And for me, that's been big because I, I feel as though I used to be a very, uh, not anxious per se, but a very awkward person. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have anymore. No, you're so chill. And, and I think meditation's helped a lot with that. And I, I think awkwardness is... is at least for me, it was a direct correlation with how much I'm focusing on myself and not the person I'm talking to, you know, because mm-hmm. when you're focusing, if you're focusing on me, you can't be worried about how you look. You can't. Wow. I never viewed awkwardness like that. Yeah. That's a good trick, though. Yeah. If you if you really if you really focus on the person you're talking to, I don't. You can't feel stupid to talking exactly, to them. Exactly. 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 It is how, how much you're worried about looking good. It, it's almost like this. You know how some, some social awkward people, maybe you haven't heard this because I feel like you're not very awkward. <laughs> I could but be awkward. It happens. Maybe you have been. Do you ever notice that maybe you, you don't walk as smoothly as some other people? Mm. Not you personally, but I mean like have you ever had that? Just like the feeling of not walking as nice just, as the person. like you walk weird. Like, yeah, I had this one person tell me once that I don't like bend my knees when I walk. Yeah. So I felt so weird that I was like, do I really do that? I don't know. And then I was like trying to bend my knees when I was walking to see if there's any like difference. I I don't know. I don't, I, 
<laughs> Hell if I know, man. That, but that was someone, something someone told me. So it was yeah. like really weird. It made things awkward because mm-hmm. now I'm focused on myself. But Exactly. Exactly. So you kind of actually met me where I was going. I, um, when, you're, when you're worried about the way you're walking, you will walk weird. Yeah. It's also one of those things where like you get a stain. You're like, you notice the stain. Yeah. You notice it. But I have no idea. You might have a stain somewhere. Oh, oh, a stain. A stain. Yes, a stain. Like if you had like, say you like got something on your pant leg and you're like, fuck. Yeah. You can't be nervous fuck, about it. I got something on my pant leg. But chances are, if I'm walking past you, that I'm not going to see the stain on your pants. I mean, unless it's absurd. Yeah. Like an absurd stain, like you, you'd have ketchup all over your leg or something like that. Right. But if if it's like small, maybe like a tiny toothpick toothpaste thing that you like rubbed out real fast absolutely no one's gonna notice but you think about it when it happens god someone's gonna notice it or when you get deodorant on your shirt that's the worst by the way how does that happen that is the worst you put it on under your armpits i'm i'm doing the motion and then you throw a shirt on but how is it on i know what it is because when you pull the shirt right is it just because it hits it it hits that's just it's the worst you gotta be super careful i've mastered it fun trick though you gotta like do this. You gotta hook it in like this, and then swing your arm out the hole. I mean, and our viewers can't see what I'm doing right now, but it's a very odd trick. You gotta do a flamingo with your hand. A flamingo thing. Yeah. There's a really um, a cool way, or I guess a trick to get deodorant off the shirt you want to wear. What is it? If you take a sock from your sock drawer and just put it on your hand, um, inside out, obviously, so like the fuzzies on the outside, and you rub your shirt, uh-huh. the fuzzies are like the the fabric will help pull it, it off. Oh, your shirt. I did not know that. Yeah, so if you're ever in a bind and you don't have an extra shirt but you got deodorant on it, put on a sock and just like Boom. brush it off real fast. I will do that. Cuz it's like um it's not like a lint brush, but it's like the opposite effect. Like, like a microfiber kind. Yeah. Of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess in that sense a microfiber might work too. Yeah, that right. would essentially, yeah. Oh, so another shirt wouldn't work. Maybe no, because I feel like the fiber has like the it's grippy. You're right. Like, It'll just rub it together. Shirts that are just I think they're sewn onto each other. Like fibers like prickly almost. Mm-hmm. As a, you know what I mean? Like it wipes things. So it's yeah. Picks squeegee. It Me- wait, that's no, not squeegee. Remember the what was that commercial with the guy with the wipe? Uh, Why am Sham-well? I forgetting? Shamwow. Yeah, <laughs> if you got a shamwow, give it a shot and let me know if it works. <laughs> Dude, I always wanted to buy a shamwow just to kind of. Just get it and squeeze it and get all the water out. I remember, they're expensive. Um, How much are? How much is shamwow? No clue, but I feel like remember when they would be like four easy payments of (laughs) fifteen ninety nine. Shamwow commercial full length, dude. That guy's crazy. He's crazy. I'm still sad that Billy Mays is dead, man. That's so sad. Rip. The shamwow is twenty bucks, by the way, and it's fifteen at Bed Bath and Beyond for a two pack. So that's not too. Shamwow masks. Made with zinc, official ShamWow mask store. I'm about to buy a ShamWow mask. Dude, that would be fucking hilarious <laughs> if you came to work with a ShamWow mask on. Oh, that's funny. Now only $19.95. Order today. Free what shipping. A deal. What a steal. Made in Germany and USA. Which I want. One? I want to sponsor ShamWow. The ShamWow itself is made in Germany and the strap is made in USA. ShamWow mask one quantity would be $20.00. Second mask pays separate fee, ten dollars. How many Shamwow masks double offers would you like? I don't want any, actually. So, but Isfar does. Yeah. So yeah, email them to me. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon. 
Amazon for, but you don't want to shop on Amazon. Right. So let's go to Bed Bath and Beyond. You'll get a two pack there. Bed Bath and Beyond. Two pack in Bed Bath and Beyond. You know, I shopped. At, I shopped at Kohl's for the first time in my life after I got that Kohl's cash from the PS. Oh my <laughs> god, that was hilarious! <laughs> I spoke about that on my last so podcast. Did you? Kohl's cash and buying some fucking bath towels. Brendan Holvey. Is that what you got? Yeah. Did you get bath towels? No, I didn't end up spending oh. the cash. The Kohl's cash. Me and Mondo like. I think Mondo ended up using it because the pre-order fell through, but... Yeah, same here. Did you get a PS5? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Shout out... Oh, not shout out. Fuck every scalper out there this this holiday season and ripping PS5s. Yeah. Well, at the same time... Yeah, I would do it too if I had enough money. <laughs> but I don't... <laughs> if I can flip a few PS5s, but the thing is that. like... I was going to say that. It's just... Like remember, scalpers, I'm a hypocritical motherfucker. Remember that's what I am. Paper scalpers, <laughs> those are assholes because that's a necessity. Toilet paper. Remember during the beginning of COVID. Yeah, how how there was toilet paper. Yeah, we sell them. That's an twenty dollars. That's an asshole. But but PS Five is not a necessity. I almost feel bad sometimes because I know how badly people want a PS Five, and I am just absolutely like it's sitting in my house. My brother plays it. I haven't touched it since I got it. I think. So, but you still have it, and your brother utilizes it. So true. it's a value that's to true. someone other than you yourself. You know what he plays on it? No. He has four games. Well, I mean, that's all there really is right now. Cross-compatibility right. with the some of the older games. Yeah, you're right. I like the new controller. That's Yeah, cool. it's more futuristic than it the is. Xbox. It is. It feels nice. The console itself looks nicer. <sighs> it's so big. It is fucking huge, right? You saw it on my desk. It fits up my, it takes up my whole fucking desk up. It was big. But damn, do I, I love it. I think I have like a computer desk like, kind of like this. So it, it yeah, nicely I would so love something like an L desk like this one. Yeah. I I was contemplating taking this desk upstairs, but I think it's a little too big for that spot. Really? Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it's that much bigger. I might have to move the some of the stuff in my room, but I think it could fit if I changed everything around. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some but, nice stuff. Well, no, it's up there anyways. PS Five is pretty lit though. It's nice. Do you have the Spider Man game? The exclusives come out. Yeah. Damn, I want it so bad. What do you Spider-Man? You don't have it yet? No, I don't have it yet. I'll give you my copy. You'll I give it to me? It. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I you have a hard it. copy of it? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I like. I really like having hard copy of games. Oh, well, you have... The, I have the disc version, too, which is like... Good. But I don't need it. You I know? don't need it. I want a digital because I don't Dude, like to buy disc games. Tyler, can I tell you something? During COVID, when I was interested in playing all the games I've missed in the last three years, I bought all of these games used on eBay, like discs, for like 4 or $5. The same games that are on the digital store for like, like 40 30, bucks. 40. That's insane. Wow. So hopefully we're able to do this at the end of the PS5's life and not have to dish out crazy money to play games. So that's why I think people should really prioritize the disc, the disc version. version or value the disc version because that's how you get Sony eventually to screw you over with digital prices because then you have no other choice, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the game making companies can still screw you on a disc. Yeah, that's true. Because how how much money do you think it makes takes to make a fucking game oh, disc? Nothing. That fucking disc get they could get it from anywhere and just like somehow upload the game onto it and that's it. Like the disc itself is probably like a dollar. Yeah, of course. It's just the fact that that disc is transferable and the digital copy is not. That's what makes a whole difference. Yeah, you know. So you lost the disc though. Now you're screwed. Because you can't transfer from. The disc to the next True. disc. That'd be a little more difficult. How often do you lose a disc? I've never lost a disc. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost a few putting them I've in like game them. sleeves and things like that, but. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Thankfully, I. Speaking I, of game I, sleeves and things and such like that, like 
putting away and pristining stuff. Yeah. I was thinking about getting into Pokemon cards again. Yeah. I don't know why because I I saw this. That's an expensive hobby, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't even looked at the price of like a pack of cards. I think I like if you buy like the big tin box, it's twenty dollars or some shit like that. But I, I just saw like some dude on TikTok. I guess he's like the Pokemon guru or whatever or whatever. It's like saying he knows everything about prices and like it's lucrative and shit like that. Is it like just a total scam? But it made me think of like how much I loved Pokemon and how this guy was like fucking screwing it over. But it made me think about how I used to have like Pokemon cards and I was like, damn, maybe I should get into it. Maybe I'll make some extra money. Yeah. Multiple incomes. Multiple incomes. Right. You're a reseller, aren't you? No, no, no rich person has one income. No, that'd be dumb. Yeah. And you almost need it to now. I wouldn't really call myself a reseller, would you? No, I don't know. Do you sell things? No, I mean, I, I used to... I like sneakers, so after wearing some, I will I will maybe sell some. And I like to finance my sneakers by reselling other sneakers. That's you smart. I mean? Like, if I really want a shoe, if I miss retail, I won't go for it. But if I can win another shoe that I don't personally want retail and resell it for around that price, mm-hmm. I can maybe buy the shoe I want. That makes sense. You know? At the end of the day, it's still not smart per se. A shoe is not a good investment, but a lot of these things do hold value pretty well. Which is shocking. It is crazy. Well, I, I think there's like, when you first meet someone, the likelihood that you look at their feet is pretty high. Yeah, you're right. Like how much, no, I feel like it's New York culture for some reason. I, I, I don't even like think it's, it's just New York, New York, but just like, you'll probably think of this now. Next time you meet someone or next time you see someone, the first thing you'll do is look at their feet and you won't even realize it, but now you will. You're right. Watch. But generally, anyone listen to I this too will also do that. do that. Yeah, everyone do that. Take that mental note, practice meditation, and, and when you see someone and you see their feet, you'll be like, oh shit, I noticed their feet. I, I think I can confidently say though, I only do that with people around my age. I don't do it for, let's say you. you what if some old grandpa Jordan. had some fly Jordans? Yo, if an old grandpa had some fly Jordans, then you'd notice. be, a, then you'd be, then you'd notice. You're right. You're right. Maybe an old grandpa might have some fly Jordans and I didn't notice because I wasn't focused on shoes. That'd be so sad. You ever, you've never looked at someone and been like, what the fuck are they wearing on their feet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Phil at or like, work. What? Phil? <laughs> no, no, no. At his other job, oh, oh, oh. he works at, well, he has another job. And there's a, a frequent customer that shops, that, that goes to his job. I will send you a picture of this. He has like a blocky looking shoe. And when he showed it to me, when he was explaining it to me. Was it like a prosthetic shoe? Like no, one no, for like no, your feet and shit like no, that? Dude. Orthopedic? No, not, nothing like that. Dude. This is this is a special <laughs> shoe. When Phil was explaining to me, I'm like, this dude is exaggerating. What the hell is he talking about? No, And then he showed it to me. And I'm like, dude, I would not have thought that that's what you were talking about. Yeah, but you definitely look at people like their feet. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And and especially people in New York, some people wear a lot of money on their feet. Yeah, a lot of money. Remember yeah, those like TikToks about the, the fit check, the fit check, or yeah, like how yeah, much yeah. money you're wearing on you? Like, first of all, fuck off. <laughs> you and your uh, box logo don't mean shit. <laughs> it's just a t-shirt. And then your pants are baggy, so yeah, that's like really big thing now. Baggy clothes. I like that trend. I do. I like it's it. It's nice. I take advantage. Well, see, like I would consider this pretty baggy hoodie. I like really? it, dude. It does look nice, though. Champion hoodies Thank are nice. 
They were twenty bucks, and then all of a sudden they were seventy, like in the blink of an eye. You. you know what it is? I think it was that Supreme collab. Probably. Supreme collab, right? I think so. I, think I don't see why they wouldn't. One of the they've been an American brand for God knows how long. Yeah, but Chainmail's a good brand. They make mm-hmm. decent stuff. It's good. Quality nice and stuff. cozy. Yeah, very good. But yeah, I don't even know where to go from here now. There's the pause that you were questioning me about. There's the pause that I was questioning. Well, well, more so because yeah, we were getting there. That time flew by. Flew by. Flew yeah, by. I'm glad you came, man. Oh, this was an awesome time. Hell of a podcast. Hope you guys all enjoyed. This was Isfar Chodri. Anything? Any last words, Isfar? Um. Anything you want to pass on to anyone listening to this episode who gets this far? Yes, one thing. What is one thing you want to tell them? I truly think anyone can take advantage of two things. One is therapy, because you touched on it, mm-hmm. going, on, going to therapy. The other is meditation. Everyone. And, and meditation is one of those weird things that, like I said before, it's, you feel like you're, you're doing it wrong or you feel like it's not helping, but you got to stick to it and it doesn't cost you anything. And it could only take up like three or four minutes of your day. If you could just promise to do that maybe every two days per month, I feel like you might see some benefit. But meditation is great. Don't underestimate it. We didn't talk much about it, but maybe on the, maybe the next Maybe time. on the next podcast. But yeah, even if you guys want to download like a Calm app, I think. Oh, the yeah. Calm app. Use, using a phone to get away from the phone. It's right. It's kind of funny and ironic, but it is. definitely give it a shot. Yeah, that's smart. Give yeah. therapy a shot. Opening up about your feelings can help you. Um, being heard is helpful. And, but. and Tyler, mm-hmm. no more screens in the bed. No more screens before bed. No we all, everyone, bed. everyone who listened to this made that pact with us. So if 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 we tune in next time and you... One exception would one be... One exception. The adult websites. Adult websites? Yeah, no, we're not making time. They, we're not making time for X-rated. <laughs> nope. No time for X-rated. past 9 p.m., right? Like, oh, no, I'm kidding. You know, Take, I do what you want. That just might make you help, help you sleep a little better. It could, yeah. You know? Could. So maybe that one exception that goes for you ladies and gentlemen. But, uh, but yeah, other than that, no more screens. No more screens before bed. You heard it here first. Thank you, Esfar. It was a wonderful time. Thank you for having me. Until next time. Peace.